I thought the guy played an excellent game, threw for 320-some yards against uh, a defense that's, I think they're ranked in the top ten in most categories. So uh, he made his plays. He made some really good plays. Um, you know, overall, he ran for some nice first downs and some plays. You know, and I think I think it's a little unfair to think a quarterback's going to be 100% on every deep ball. I mean, I watch NFL guys miss guys, you know, uh, you know, here and there. And I think that's maybe what people are looking at. He missed a few shots that he had, uh, but he also made some. And, uh, but you're, you know, and then a couple third downs, you know, it might have been a little cleaner. And there you have it. But, There's XFL Renegades head football coach, a recipient of the Bear Bryant Lifetime Achievement Award as well, Bob Stoops, talking about University of Oklahoma returning quarterback Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, from three months ago. Uh, what I meant, what he meant to say about Dylan Gabriel is this. That's what he really said about yep. Dylan There's Gabriel. XFL Renegades head football coach, uh, recipient of the Bear Bryant Lifetime Achievement Award, former University of Oklahoma head football coach, reach, recent uh, college football Hall of Famer and as nine well. And 9-1 head coach this season, as you predicted <laughs> earlier. Uh, yeah, he likes that Dylan Gabriel's coming back. I do too. Um, I know everyone's excited about Jackson F. Arnold and That's I am about too. as close well, Steely got a little bit closer uh, oh, yeah, than you, you did think? today. He got real close to it. Yeah, he, he was They he, had to bring the sticks out for a uh, measurement. <laughs> <laughs> he was as there. someone used to say in this market, measurement. It was pretty close. No, um yeah, so so there's Bob talking about Dylan Gabriel coming back earlier today. Percentage but, chance that Jackson Arnold Overtakes Dylan Gabriel as starter before the season opener. Uh, 1.6%. Percentage chance that Jackson Arnold takes over as starter at some point during the season, not by injury or suspension. I'm going to give that an 11.5% chance of happening. Percentage chance that Dylan Gabriel comes back for another year at Oklahoma for the 2024 season? 98.6% Really? Chance. No, no. I, I think next year's his last year. Okay. Um, two big news items today. OU has its new wide receivers coach. It is official. Emmett Jones coming from Texas Tech. Who's Emmett Jones? If you don't know, well, he coached big time high school football in the state of Texas. He was at KU. He was at Tech recently last year. Wide receivers coach, passing game coordinator, He's coached some pretty good wide receivers at Tech. Um, r- really what you're getting with him immediately is he can recruit, man, and he's got some uh, recruiting ties in Dallas where you want to be, and hopefully he's an excellent developer of wide receiver play. But Emmett Jones is your new wide receivers coach. that sum everything up there? Yeah. Is that, is that good? Who's the most famous Emmett? 
Emmett Smith, Emmett Jones, Emmett Brown. So there's only three Emmets. That I know of, There's yes. got to be more than three Emmets. Um, Isn't it Emmett Brown? Isn't that Back to the Future? Yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, I think Andre Emmett used to play basketball at Texas Tech. Does Doesn't it? count, no. Nope. Okay. Unfortunately, I think I'm gonna there's say, only three. I'm going to say Emmett Smith is the okay. uh, is the most famous. Probably right. OU also adds a wide receiver in the portal, Andrell Anthony out of Michigan. Which news item are you more excited <laughs> this is the about? Most famous Andrell. This can- guy right here. <laughs> you got the third most famous. I th- the second most famous Emmett and the most famous Andrell. Right. Yeah. It's pretty good. If you think about it. Hey, I think it's big time, though. And if you get uh, Jaron Bradley from Texas Tech, he's the most famous Jaron. Most famous Jaron. J-E-R-R-A-N-D. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's true. I don't I don't have uh, – well, you know, it's rumor, but, you know, you think there may be some substance there because there was apparently – an emoji tweeted out by the Baran. <laughs> Don't you kid. love how we cover things now? Right. Uh, so perhaps he's jumping in the portal. He's not there yet. We'll see what happens. Um, if that were something that, that did occur, that would be big news and welcome news. That would be two excellent wide receiver acquisitions. And at least in my opinion, that was a – that was a big point of emphasis as far as the transfer portal yeah, is concerned. Maybe you'll calm down a little bit with a new wide receivers coach, another ad from Michigan, and maybe another from Tech. Jeez. No, no I won't calm down. You're going to suck next I, year. I will not calm down at wide receiver until I see us make the layups, um, win against press coverage man-to-man, and be able to develop some type of intermediate passing game. When that happens, I'll be locked in. Some of that's on the quarterback, too. I think surely you'd uh, agree with that one. Right. Yeah. Definitely a lot of that's going to be on the quarterback. I expect the quarterback to be better. Now, here's the thing. Is um, is the offensive line going to be better? Like, Because, obviously, there's you can't just blame everything on the wide receivers. Um, you can't just blame everything on the quarterback. It's it's all got to work together. I think the offensive line and the running game, not that they were bad, but that continues that it's going to have to be be better. I think the young running backs are going to have to improve in pass protection. Um, you know, that's I think that's that's usually the last thing to come as a running back, right? Because it's something that that there's really not a whole lot of carryover from the high school ranks. So it takes a little bit to develop that. Those guys got to be better. And we got to get better on the offensive line, man. It's just we got to be better on the interior. We got to be able to move people off the football. We were reduced to, um, at times, having the only thing that that we could rely on was tempo. We got to be able to just straight up move people off the ball. And then the wide receivers factor in, too. Like everyone's got to get better. And it's, I think, you know, I think they're going to be a little bit better just because of. You know, you've got the momentum coming off of a year. You're not learning everything, so should be should be better. We'll we see saw that. last night how valuable it is to have the game plan of, you know, guys, honestly, we're just going to mull these dudes up front and, let's th- and let the rest take care of itself. And OU doesn't really – I mean, they have that ability against some of the worst, you know, lesser teams on their schedule, but TCU was one of the top three teams that Georgia played all year long, right? 
And they said, we're just going to destroy these guys up front and let the rest take care of itself. Yeah. OU needs to develop to where they're, yeah, let's just maul these guys up front and we'll be all right. Yeah. That would well, be nice. It's, <laughs> it is a very nice luxury to have whenever everyone else is trying to, to find ways to you know, push the envelope on rules you know, spread people out, find little nooks and crannies to, to get players in space and, you know, find ways to motion and shift to create a matchup that you like. It's just nice to be able to say, well, you just can't stop us on the line of scrimmage, so we're not going to do anything special. You know, we've got some creative things that we can throw at you, but we're just going to overwhelm you with size, physicality at the line of scrimmage. That's Ultimately, that's what everyone in the sport wants. The most famous Emmett's, Emmett Hahn, co-founder of the Chili Bowl, which is currently running the 37th edition at the Tulsa uh, Spirit Center as we speak. Oh, I thought he was going to say co-founder of the Chili Bowl, which is currently the 37th straight year of uh, best haircut. (laughs) Emmett on Roadhouse, uh, Emmett Kelly, clown from Sedan, Kansas. (laughs) Um, what? <laughs> Clown from Sedan, Kansas? Emmett is the most... Dalton was part of the Dalton gang. Oh, yeah, great Emmett. That was a good one. Uh, and let's see. Who's the... Emmett Otter? I see that one in there a bunch. I don't know. Google it. Huh. Someone else said uh, percentage chance OU fans are calling for Jackson Arnold to be the starter by week two. Whoa. Oh, week two? 75%. Uh, th- does he mean week two of spring football? <laughs> yes. Because uh, that's what it's going to well, Everyone this time around is going to be re- ready to go for the spring game with their, with their chance. I don't even know if we're into week two of him having signed his national letter of intent and people are already calling for him to be the starter. Dude, he didn't finish his high school year. And people were calling him for to be the starter next year. He had right. not finished his high school season um, down there in Denton, and people were. Which what I guess that could it, it could happen next year. I, I wouldn't say it's going to happen, but people. Some people are sold. He should be QB one next year. Yeah. Have fun following that storyline next season. Hey, you know what? If if I start to hear if, if we're in spring football and I start to hear. Some uh, some things floating around like this dude is different. There's something going on here. He's he's got it. Then okay, I'll you know I'll I'll perk up a little bit, right? And if that continues through training camp, it always happens early, and then it starts to fade a little bit as the playbook gets bigger and bigger. But if that still continues through through training camp, and he comes in and, and maybe some early duty in some of the non-conference games and looks sharp, looks looks really good. And Dylan Gabriel starts to maybe flounder a little bit. I'll listen to it. Well, I'm not going to listen to it until you come in and say, oh, I just keep hearing it looks different coming out of Jackson Arnold's hand. Start uh, banging the drum. Start banging the just drum. Looks a little bit different. Just different. Um. It seems like you and I are on an island. We're the only ones that wish OU was still playing Georgia next season in week two. I think a lot of other people are. Yeah, don't want any of that smoke. I Exaggerating a little bit. There's actually a good number of OU fans that still wish they were playing that game because they'd much rather pay for the Georgia ticket than they would the SMU ticket. But I just <laughs> – I would have looked at it as an opportunity, as a measuring stick game mostly. I think the way people are probably weighing that is – Let's see, do I pay for an expensive ticket for OU 
to get mopped by Georgia or do I pay for a cheap ticket to see uh, Jackson Arnold in the second half against Well, now that you put it that way, it could change things. Yeah. Of course I don't want to play Georgia. I want to see Jackson Arnold. Which maybe you'd see him in the second half of the Georgia game. Maybe too. so. You just you just told us all that they would get dominated in that game. I'm just joking. Come on. Yeah, wish they were playing Georgia week two though. It would be uh, one of the more interesting non-con games next year. LSU, Florida State's going to be really good in week one, but OU and Georgia, those two brands matching up in Norman would be that would have been sweet, man. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, I saw this reaction last night. You tell me if it's an overreaction or dead on balls accurate. It's look at what Georgia's doing. Look at what Georgia's doing with their depth to TCU, just how much better they are. Yeah. This, like tonight, this shows why OU needs to be in the SEC. Is that an because I saw that take last night. Is that an overreaction or is that is that accurate? Well, I don't know. I don't know that the the is the comparison fair? TCU is not a blue blood program. You know, was that the take against Ohio State the week before? Um, no, it was not the take. Well, because you're talking about another blue blood that has recruited in the same vicinity. I don't. I mean, they're they're. I don't think they've recruited on the level of Georgia, but they're in the vicinity. Um, I mean, definitely in the Big Ten and the SEC. There is, there's more players going to those conferences. The Big 12, for a decade now, has been fighting the, the NFL, especially on defense, the, the not being able to make it to the NFL stigma. Now, offensive players, no one's really said that. There's, you know, we've had quarterback, skill position guys in bunches, but defensively, we've been fighting that narrative. And, you know, I, it, it's almost impossible Number one, the propaganda out of the SEC is top notch. Their their fans echo it. It's all of the talking heads in the sport echo it. So you can't fight the pro- propaganda, and you can't fight the statistics. I mean, it's there. It is so staring at you in the face. I I yeah. I think that Oklahoma is going to get a boost in recruiting in talent whenever they they go to the SEC. I think it's going to happen instantly, but. Just like anything else, you better capitalize on the boost that you get whenever you get it. Because if you don't, it can fade and you can you can fall into just another team in the SEC really quickly. Is A&M a fair example of that? Because they did get a boom in recruiting. Initially. Well, I mean, they had the number one overall class, you know, just two classes ago, right? Um, I think we all believe that they paid for that. But they had the initial boom, and they didn't take advantage of that. I don't know what Missouri was doing in recruiting at the time, but they made it to Atlanta for the SEC championship pretty mm-hmm. quick, and they really haven't done much since then either. Right, but you're right, man. Like once once you break through, Auburn's another great example. Yeah. I mean, they'll they'll get to the top, and then the next year they're ready to fire their coach. Yeah, you you, you got to take advantage once you get to the top. Yeah, you sure. can you can fade really quickly, and you know everyone else is it's so competitive, and there's so many kind of sleeping giants that if you have like a major disrupting event. It can be hard to recover from it. You know, Florida's gone through a couple of those and haven't really recovered. 
Um, Tennessee hasn't been able it took to recover. Him a while. It took Tennessee a while to, yeah. to get it going. I mean, how many coaches have they gone through and how many ordeals? I mean, uh, the deal with, with Butch Davis went down. What was that? They had like some type of scandal. Butch Jones. Or Butch Jones, yeah. They had some type of scandal there. Obviously, the, the, the last – you know, head coaching situation was a Derek Dooley was bad. Lane Kiffin was one year. Like they had to go through about five head coaches to finally figure well, out. Who's the guy I'm around. thinking of that was fired? Just he was at Alabama. Um, wow, seriously, Jeremy Pruitt. That's Pruitt, who it yep. was. Um, like whatever happened with that deal? Is that just like no? Did they not get any punishment for that, or did they already go through it? Sure didn't look like they had any punishment on the field last year, right? Seems like they're doing okay. So what's going and they had on? a pretty good recruiting class this year. All right, uh, let me read a few texts for you to break. Okay. Camo Sooner says, if you need proof that moving to a better conference gives you a big bump, just look at TCU after they moved to the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of, of examples out there for sure. Yeah, I agree. Let's not forget that Georgia dodged OU. That's what happened. Right? I have no idea how that went down. Um, but We should start that storyline this offseason. Yeah, Georgia's the one dodging OU. Kendall says, OU is a long ways from competing with Georgia and Alabama IMO. Those guys look like an NFL team. Yeah, but they are a long way from competing with them right now. But that ground can be made up rather quickly. So... Yes, agree right now, but you can make up ground really quickly, especially in the transfer portal era. Cheap ticket? No such thing at OU anymore, at least for legit season ticket holders. Well, I think I was saying cheap in comparison to the other tickets, right? A Georgia ticket you can on find, the open market you is going to be— You can find cheap OU tickets, trust me, yeah. on the day of the game. Yeah. You can. Now, it, for the Georgia game, I don't— think that that would be the case but if we're no, talking about mean? the West Virginia game next year you can find cheap tickets yeah, I don't I'm not saying it none of them are cheap I know it's it's expensive to go watch a football game there but a central Arkansas ticket is going to be less expensive than a Georgia ticket to be the best you have to beat and play with the best let's go to the SEC uh, how does Georgia's depth benefit us just being in their conference I, I was just asking the question, like, of the take that I saw last night. Well, basically. I think it's not really that Georgia's depth. It's the it's the wealth of players that are in the SEC like, and being able to hopefully get in there and, and chip away and get a share of those players, too. And if you win a bunch of football games, you can start to maybe take a large share of it. I'm with you guys. Playing Georgia even in a loss would make us a better team. Now, look, they got a lot to prove anyway. They were six and seventeen a year ago. But I do believe in, man, when you got Georgia staring at you week two or Ohio State staring at you early in the season, I think there's always incentive to, you know, do what you need to do throughout the offseason. But come on, man. There's just that little more sense of Boy, we we gotta we gotta get it, and we gotta have it ready to go by the opening week of the season if we're gonna win that game. Right. There's just that extra little bit of motivation when you've got that level of team staring at you in the non-con. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I I do think that the preparation, the the spring, the summer, and especially training camp is a little bit different 
whenever you have a premier game coming right out of the gate like that. You know, it's the the intensity's cranked up for sure. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. Home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Experts say it takes 10,000 hours to master a skill, but you don't have to be a master to get started. At More Norman Tech, our hands-on training gets you on the right track right now with dozens of programs to fit your future. It takes hard work to turn a hobby into your hire. So get to it. Your success story is a lot closer than you think. More Norman Tech, powered by Career Tech. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward in 2019. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. The defending national champion Sooner Women's Gymnastics team prepares to defend their title and is featured on the January issue of Boyd Street Magazine. Also in this issue, find information on United Way's annual campaign, the annual Daddy-Daughter Dance, Wonder Haas Furniture Consignment, the Clean Shorts Film Festival, and a healthy New Year checklist from Norman Regional Hospital. Read the January issue of Boyd Street on stands now or at boydstreet.com. Hey guys, when you're looking for the best deals on liquor, a great beer selection, and the friendliest staff in Norman, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits. TJ Perry here for my friends over at Joe's Wines, and with the new year upon us, maybe you're out of stock at home after all of those holiday parties and guests. Joe's Wines has the best prices in town, the staff's always there to help you out, and there's always great monthly specials. So do what I do, head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or visit their Facebook page for the latest deals. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. 
Our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience. And with our luxurious facilities, you're guaranteed to enjoy retirement. Get in a workout, spend a night out with friends, or get cozy and stay in for a movie. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Andrew's bawling, and I was like, oh, no, somebody's hurt his feelings. Somebody's thrown him down. Somebody's done something to him. I said, why are you crying? You're going to ruin my moment. He said, Stetson's leaving. Stetson's gone. I said, he's 25 years old. He's got to go. He's got to leave. How about this for a take? You want a hot take? It's not my take, but I'll give you a hot take. Former quarterback Georgia, uh, former Georgia quarterback Aaron Murray said last night that huh. um, Stetson Bennett, the greatest player in Georgia football history. I'll remind you that Herschel Walker played at the University of Georgia. Well, okay. I, in, I, I, he, someone gave him an out to say, well, yeah, the most accomplished player. No, I believe he's the best quarterback and the best player in Georgia history after tonight. And it's like, man. Right. Yeah, that's just, that's just not right. It's Herschel Walker. You don't have to make it too difficult. Well, are, there's, there's, there's a bunch of players, okay? A.J. And Green would be another one. He's pretty good. David Pollock. David Pollock was like a – he was a three-time yeah. All-American. He's forgotten about as a great college football player. An I don't incredible. know because he had that injury in yep. Cincinnati when he was in the NFL. He had a pretty short stint there. But, no, man, in the early 2000s, he was one of the, if not the elite, the yes. linemen in the game. Yes. He was a defensive end, right? Defensive end, yep. Three-time All-American. I think he was an All-American as a – was he an All-American as a true freshman and he left early? I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but – um, he was a three-time All-American, like consensus All-American. Um, here's the thing. Stetson Bennett came in. What he's what he he transferred away, went to junior college, and then came back. Something like Correct, that. Correct. Yes. Yep. And wasn't the starter. Got inserted after someone went down. I can't remember all of the moving parts that happened for him to take over as quarterback, but, I mean, let's just be honest here. He, he played a fantastic game, and I don't, I don't mean to take anything away from him. I think he's been fantastic whenever he's there. But he, he's, he's just, it's just plain it's – a, it's a biased take from a quarterback. Like, he's going to go down as one of the most popular. He's going to go down as one of the most accomplished. But – I doubt, and, and maybe I'm under. Maybe I don't know. I just haven't been there. But I doubt there's going to be guys that come in, and everyone's going to be like, "Well, yeah, he's good, but he's no Stetson Bennett." Like I'm sure they still are about guys like Herschel Walker. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I would agree with you. It, it does help that he played with two of the best defenses, maybe the two best defenses in school history. And yes, you know, last night and even in the. Peach Bowl, like he was the reason why they won, sure, but it helps when you have the defense that he's had, for right. sure. Yeah. But no, great great career, good for him. Two-time national championship winner. 
But he ain't the best player in Georgia history. Sorry, he's just not. Right. Roquan Smith is better. A.J. Green was better. Herschel Walker's better. Hell, Matt Stafford was better than him as Which, a player. How about Stafford and LaDainian Tomlinson at the coin toss? What the hell was LaDainian Tomlinson wearing? I guess I totally missed the coin toss. What you was did? he wearing? Was he wearing his own jersey? That's what no, I would have he, I, he almost looked like a farmer or um, – you remember Pharrell used to wear that huge hat? Yes, he was yes. wearing a hat like that. It was it was interesting. But he's an absolute stud. Um, I saw some people saying Fran Tarkenton uh, went to Georgia as well, which Okay, there's, there's another one. <laughs> now the question is, well, Aaron Murray's wrong. Is Stetson Bennett even in the top ten? I don't know. And it, it's just hard to compare, right? Like What would, what would Stetson Bennett – have done on you know a, a Georgia team you know pre Kirby Smart and pre you know top five top three recruiting class five years in a row right it, probably I mean, not win two national championships but they are the it program in the sport and a funny moment it, from last night David Pollock said that <laughs> out loud with Nick Saban sitting right next to him and I can't show you the face that Nick Saban made but you can imagine <laughs> Taking a hold of college football and Saban, uh, you know, he gave a reaction to that. Okay, well, hey, do something about it, Coach. Get better. That's all. I, you know, that's all you can say about it. You can't. You can't argue really. Back to back national championships and going to be a massive favorite to to win the third. But but that goes to my point with Stetson Bennett, right? He won back to back national championships. And he's going to – oh, Heinz Ward. Yeah, unbelievable player. Um, he won back-to-back national championships. He's going to be gone, and they're still already a massive favorite to win next year. Yep. You know? Yep. So I think that just kind of – it goes to, to show how good the rest of the team is. Man, yeah. I. Uh, are they on a tier by themselves, or is it Georgia and Bama still tier one? What what is what does tier one in the sport look like? It can be, I think, just one team. But there's no, Alabama's there. So okay, yeah. It's, so it's Georgia. Bama was just in the championship a year ago, and they beat Georgia. That's the last loss that Georgia had. So I I agree with you. I think that Alabama's still there. Um, but I think Bal- it's just Alabama. Just they had a they had an off year. It just for whatever reason never clicked. Uh, they were still a really really good football team. And listen to this. In this year's recruiting class, Alabama has the number one class. Yep. They just signed seven five-stars to Georgia's two. Georgia's the second number two recruiting class. Alabama signed seven five-stars to Georgia's two. Like, they're right. They ain't going nowhere. I agree. They need to find a quarterback for next year. I guess you could say the same thing about Georgia, but Bam will find someone. They can play quarterback. They'll um, be all right. The Spencer Sanders kid, is that well, rumor still floating around? Um, I, I, I'm not hearing anything on Spencer Sanders, and it's weird. With right. every other quarterback, there's at least an article of, well, here are the three schools that he's looking at, here's who's trending, and I, Auburn has contacted him, but I don't know where he stands with Auburn right now. Uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. It's, this has been going on for a while now with Spencer Sanders. It's, it's strange. Right. I don't know. 
who knows? I wonder if it's one of those things. Uh, I see a Champ Bailey coming through. Just uh, just made the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, Rodrigo Blankenship, greater than Stetson Bennett. Thank you. He definitely had better rec specs, that's for sure. Oh, the SEC played this bowl season. The Big 12 champ, the Big 12 runner-up, the Big 10 runner-up, and the ACC champ. 4-0 and and outscored them 204-48 to in those games. Yeah. In one of those games, uh, Tennessee was playing with its backup quarterback right. against the ACC champ. Right. Well, um, what a what a nightmare of a result that is, Jeez. right? <laughs> 65 to seven last night. What Unbelievable. A nightmare. Georgia, their players were eating on the sideline during the game. Fans were passing them food from those field suites, and they're just eating during the game, which I could see Kirk, when Kirby finds out about that. What the hell? You guys just want to eat during the game? What? You know, <laughs> like how much he yells. God. Come on, man. Come on, man. Soft. Uh, That's soft, boy. Um, how about it raining inside the stadium and, and like, well, I think in the, the second half it was because they don't, it, it has a roof, but I think it was just raining on TCU fans at, at the tail end of the game <laughs> to make matters even worse. How about in that stadium, it's now rained inside the stadium during the national championship game. And remember the, uh, First game, I think at SoFi, there was lightning. Is that what you're talking about? And yeah. it got delayed? Yes. I'll never forget, like, they didn't have the audio, but you can see someone walking up to John Gruden and saying that the game is delayed because of lightning. And he's got, you know, how he has that eyebrow cocked and he's like looking up at the roof and the roof is closed. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. By the way, I guess uh, Tyrone Broden, the 6'7 wide receiver we've been talking about a lot, he's yeah. set to commit tomorrow. Um, OU's been slow playing that. I would guess he's going elsewhere. Would be my would be my thought on that. Well, I don't know necessarily. I would say if I think if OU wants him, they'll get him. Right. I think maybe like, if there's any truth to the rumor of the six six uh, kid from Tech. Why am I drawing uh, Jerron uh, Jerron Bradley? If there's any truth to the rumor that I, I don't know, people are speculating because we hired the wide receiver coach, and I guess he put something out on Twitter, an emoji or something that people are speculating he may be coming with his coach. I have no idea, but if there's any truth to that, then I doubt you take the the Bowling Green kid. If there's not truth to that, then and you might take him. Then sure. maybe you would take him, but yeah, I, I don't think you'd take the. I'm not saying they're the same player, but they're the, kind of the, offer the same type of skill yeah. set. I, I don't, like you hire your new wide receivers coach today. Andrew Anthony commits here. Maybe Tyron Broden saying, "All right, I see the writing on the wall with OU. Then I'll make my announcement tomorrow." But I, I think we both agree if OU has pursued this in the past 12 hours pretty heavily, they'll they'll get him tomorrow. SoFi is a carport. <laughs> it kind of that. Yes, no, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's it's true. It is. Which is I love in Oklahoma when I see a, a gigantic RV parked under uh like basically a, a a taller carport that doesn't have any sides. When is the last time you saw any rain or hail come down straight in Oklahoma? Um no, it looks like it looks like Forrest Gump with how the rain comes <laughs> down here. Straight sideways. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, that's good. Rodrigo Blankenship, greater than Stetson Bennett, made my day. Thank you to whoever sent that. Excellent, excellent text. Um, well, hang on a second here. The Stetson Bennett hate is real. There is no hate here. You can't say that not declaring Stetson Bennett the greatest player in Georgia history is hate. That is not hate at all. It's just the list of names that are in there are are incredibly high. He's he's a great player. He's accomplished a ton. He played a fantastic game last night. But the best player ever at Georgia, I, I don't even know that he's been the best player on either one of the national championship teams. No. <laughs> right? Well, he won't be the highest drafted player off this year's team. And, you know, that – Almost always means that you're the better player, but he's just—he's not the best player in Georgia history. Great player, man. Love the story. It's awesome. Right. I won't doubt him in the NFL based on what he's accomplished, but he's not the greatest player in Georgia history. And it's not hate to say that. It's not hate. Um, you know, there's and there's different levels to it. Most accomplished, uh, winningest, uh, however you want to, however you want to state that. I'm. I just. It's a. It's a stretch for me to say that more than a stretch. I just, I can't say it. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The ref sports radio network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Sooner sideline reporter, Chris Plank. Am I a crazy person? And locked on Sooners, Josh Helmer. That is absurd. That is ridiculous. Are your late morning sports fix with the Plank Show. I'm going to say something that is going to be very triggering to some. I'm ready, baby. Let's go. Chris Plank and Josh Helmer with the Plank Show. Weekday mornings from 9 to noon on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up to play in 2023 is right here at Riverwind. With over 2,800 your favorite games. And with the best rewards program in OKC. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. 
At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community, call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Hey Sooners, did you know you can use your IRA or 401k to support OU while seeking above average returns? Boyd Street Ventures supports OU in Oklahoma by creating economic opportunities for students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Boyd Street Ventures invests in innovative startups by providing initial investments, strategic guidance, operational support, and help in raising additional capital to launch a company. Boyd Street Ventures can help you through the process of Sooners empowering Sooners and investing in OU innovation. For more info, go to BoydStreetVentures.com. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, steady layman. I love how we can't talk about another player from another program without former OU players catching strays. Well, <laughs> saying Stetson Bennett's the best in Georgia history, hell, that's like saying Landry Jones is the best in OU history. That's like saying Steve Davis is the best in OU history. Hell, all Stetson Bennett is is Georgia's Josh Heupel. God, guys. Landry Jones caught more strays than I think Stetson Bennett did on the text line that last segment. The hypo one is interesting. I don't know. Like, look at what happened to OU's offense when Hypo left. Well, it's not very good in 2001. Right. You complain about that about four or that five times a year. That is not true. That's, that is not true. Um, I Hypo was critical to Oklahoma's success, winning a national championship, and you know, not he was the perfect quarterback at the time for for turning things around and you know, jumpstarting that offense, a new offense uh, in the Leach style offense, and then carrying that over into two thousand. Um, totally critical, and people may say. That Stetson Bennett was the perfect quarterback for these last two Georgia teams that were so ultra talented everywhere else that you didn't you didn't need or want a guy that is clamoring for more statistics and I don't know I'm, I'll leave that up to Georgia fans but 
Uh, I stand by my opinion, even if it's wrong. He's a Russ Wilson with the Seahawks, man. That's from Peyton. Never going to get an MVP vote? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was awesome with the Seahawks. Yeah, he, there were some years there where he was incredible. They hand the ball off to uh, Beast Mode. They win two Super Bowls. I guess that would have matched uh, Stetson Bennett's championships. That's why he's my favorite quarterback of all time, throwing that interception to the Patriots. Mm, beautiful. You want to talk about, a, like, for me, the defeat – I there's no one that thought New England was going to win. That was incredible. Let's go back through it. You want to go step by step through that whole? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I got I got time. We don't need to talk about the OU Kansas basketball game tonight. <laughs> we don't need to do that. Stetson Bennett doesn't have his own booty cream. Just saying, Ooh, it's true that you know of. <laughs> Great point. Uh, yeah, after you win two national championships at Georgia, he may have his own booty cream along with a uh, long line of other things right. to be to be sold. OUKU. Eight o'clock on ESPN two. What I get to watch on a regular TV tonight an OU basketball game? I'm it's, probably going to log on to ESPN Plus just out of habits. It's not on uh, ESPN Hulu Plus. <laughs> we don't have to go through all the hoops to watch it tonight. Well, how do I watch the game tonight? Well, uh, what app you want? You on Hulu, ESPN Plus? You on the the phones, ESPN Plus? So in the latest bracketology. KU is the number one overall seed, yeah. and OU is listed as one of the last four in. Right. So this would be a nice win. Haven't yep. won here since, what, 93? I think I saw happen? that – yeah, 93. I think I saw that the Big Big 12 had nine of the ten teams in the current bracket. Yeah, OSU in. was even in last four in, which surprised me a bit. Yeah, who was out? Tech was out, right? Bubble. They were called a bubble yeah, team. I think so. Well, they're 0-3 in conference. I would guess that they were the one that was right. out. Yeah. They're going to win tonight? First time since 93? No. Hmm. No. Okay. No. They, they will they will fall behind early. Um make a run to end the first half to get it back within striking distance. Come out hot in the second half, maybe challenge for the lead around the 12-minute mark and then Kansas is going to run away with it down the stretch. Is that not the exact blueprint for the Iowa State game that happened last week? Yeah, it's Start also the exact. Start off slow, make a run, yeah. make it interesting late, and then eventually don't win. That's the exact uh, breakdown of every other time we've gone to Kansas, I feel like. Oh, my God. Well, last year they had a chance to win. They had a shot to win at the end. Buddy Hill's year, the year before that, they were up five with like four minutes left. Yes, I. it's been a while, a long time since they've won. But they, they've come close a few times. Right. Including last year. Right. Yeah. Um, Are you going to watch? Yeah. I don't think you'll watch. I think you'll watch. Uh, I, okay, I think you'll watch tip-off, and then you'll gauge things after the first ten minutes. If it If it doesn't look promising after the first ten minutes, you'll say – Okay, I'm going to watch something else. I'll lightly monitor the game, and I'll watch the last 10 minutes if it gets interesting. It will, it will definitely be on in my living room. The entire basketball game will be on. Now, air quotes, will I be watching it? That will depend on what the score says, just like last night. Um, I don't think I, it was on, but I honestly don't think I saw one play of the second half. <laughs> there was no need to. <laughs> but I do love that Kirby Smart was going for it on like fourth and eight late in the fourth quarter when they're up by 50 points or whatever it was. Like, Crazy. No mercy, dude. No mercy. No, And I love that, man. I love that is I don't care 
if it's a national championship game, I don't care if we're up 65-7. to If you're in, you better not go half-ass. You better be in there making your reps count. You better be going hard. You be- I just, I don't know. I, I, I like that. Right. Yep. No, I, I and agree. I, and I don't think TCU, they were crying and complaining about Georgia continuing to, to push the gas. I just like that whole mentality that Georgia has as a program. I, I think that's great. Yeah. Tough for TCU because you had a great year, a special year. You had a really good team. Um, the whole thing. And like, for it to end that way, I, you end up like not even hardly from – and obviously not your own fan base and teams that played you that realize how, how good you were. But you end up catching so much heat from the college football community really for no reason whenever like, you had a great team. You didn't have a good night. You shouldn't have to be fending off all of the you didn't deserve to be theirs whenever you – I think that's crap. Whenever it's, you, a, it's the laziest take of all, man. Yeah. You beat an undefeated team that hammered Ohio State in their house that took Georgia to the brink. I mean, uh, they have nothing to be ashamed of. Frankly, about. if you had that take, you're a moron. Look at you. Well, I'm just – it's just dumb, okay. man. I like it. Big time coming in late. All right, quick time out. More from the rush. we got the final segment next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. Don't miss the Norris Marine annual New Year sales event. From January 10th through the 15th, get Tracker Bass Boats starting at $188 per month, Sun Tracker Fishing Pontoons for $259 a month, Ranger Riata Pontoons starting at $339 per month, and the Tahoe 21-foot Deck Boats for $475 a month. Get on the water this summer. Don't miss the annual New Year sales event January 10th through the 15th at Norris Marine. Head to norrismarine.com for more information. All payments with 10% down WAC. When we look back, 